Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. of the show world soccer radio on the sports byline broadcast network on sirius xm i'm your host nick Eber. it is great to be with you uh, i say that every day but it is in fact great to be with you uh, as i am each and every weeknight 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern time then again midnight pacific 3 a.m on the east coast right here on these very networks I'd like to say hello also to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Uh, what a pleasure and privilege it is to speak with you. Uh, you know, I would say lots to get to today, but, you know, the truth of the matter is there kind of isn't. It's because we are in the midst of this interminable uh, international calendar once again. We sat through the Euros, we had the Olympics, we had Euro qualifying before that, uh, and now we're into World Cup qualifying. Uh, it just leaves me empty and just a little bit dead on the inside, you know, really. Even though Ronaldo broke the international goal-scoring record, even though uh, Northern Ireland got their first competitive win in more than two years, uh, even though Lukaku scores twice, says Belgian win, uh, England you know, do really well, and there's racism, of course. What a surprise. Italy held by Bulgaria. I mean, look, we could, we're going to talk about it when we come back. But, you know, be prepared. I've got a little bit of a bitch fest about this because I am so tired of it. Uh, it's just not that interesting to me. I just want the greatest show on earth to return, and it will be returning soon, that's for sure. Uh, we have one big match coming up the weekend of the 11th. We're going to talk about that. I mean, look, there's obviously every match is a big match. But look, so much to get to. We're going to get to it when we come back. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, I hope you will download the podcast, by the way. Uh, you can get it at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, and um, if you subscribe, you'll make me very happy. I mean, you know, I'm just being honest with you, right? Honesty counts. Subscribe to my podcast. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. iHeart, iTunes. Believe, B-L-E-A-V Podcast Network. That's where you can get it all. All right, I'm going to gather my uh, one or two thoughts and be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. Uh, welcome back, World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, and the American Forces Network. I'm Nick Eber. Lots to get to, <clears throat> and I joke because really there isn't. We're in the middle of World Cup qualifying, which is, for me, just the biggest damn snooze fest on the planet. It's like coitus interruptus. Uh, I don't know if you like to bet on these qualifiers. Um, I don't recommend it, by the way. Uh, uh, at least not this level of, in terms of the rounds. But it is that time of year, of year again, and you know all eyes are turning to the NFL 
because the teams are back on the gridiron and we're getting ready to start the football season, the NFL football season, that is. Uh, as always, Bet Online, it's your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You can get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest. It's open now at Bet Online. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. So you want to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Now listen carefully. If you make a bet on the Thursday, September the 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded. You get up to $25 for new customers. And you get it only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. So I just want to repeat this. So go to the opening day super promo. If you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener, which is between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, if you lose, you get your wager back. That's right. If you lose, you get your wager back up to 25 bucks for new customers and only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. <clears throat> Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And I've been betting at Bet Online, by the way. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, since um, since I really started sports betting, I don't bet a lot on sports. I just bet a little bit here and there. Kind of makes it more fun, spices it up a, a hair. Um, but yeah, it's great stuff. Bet online, uh, definitely. Head over there right now. So I mentioned that we're in World Cup qualifying. It doesn't mean that the rest of the football world grinds to a halt. It might seem like it. Uh, let's uh, run around uh, the back pages, shall we? Uh, it's being reported that Jules Condé, the French defender, is mad with Sevilla because they wouldn't sell him to Chelsea. You have to wonder what's going to happen in January there. Uh, Serge Aurier from the Ivory Coast wants to move to Arsenal uh, because he contracted his con he terminated his contract at Tottenham on deadline day, that's from Sky Sports. So with a, co a terminated contract, I believe he can move regardless if he's out of contract. Uh, Madrid want to go for, uh, I love this story, Erling Braut Haaland and Kylian Mbappe next summer. Now, this is being re reported by Marca. Now, keep in mind, this is a Spanish league that is broke with a capital B, that has sold its uh, media rights for the next 50 years, to an investment company, uh, a league that is in that has its biggest name in one of its two biggest names in terms of Barcelona and Real Madrid. Barcelona is a billion dollars in debt, and all of a sudden they're moving for Erling Brad Holland, who last time I looked at was what two hundred and thirty-five million euros for this guy, and Kylian Mbappe. I mean, come on. Oh, apparently they also want to bring Paul Pogba up. I mean, this is Marca is Marca is having themselves a Spanish wet dream. And just to give you an idea of this, Chelsea, who've been after uh, Erling Brat Haaland as well, were told that they were going to have to pay eight hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds a week for his wages. Think about that. Now, you know, we heard that um, um, his agent has this ridiculous package for teams that want to buy early Brad Holland that includes massive payments to the agent, of course, as well as the player, 
uh, you know, it, it's, it's a joke, right? I mean, at some point, this stuff has to come back to some form of reality. Although I'm hearing the Man United are also saying that they want to, you know, they want to sign Erling Brad Holland. Now listen, uh, I know Man United supporters think their ownership has made the club a laughing joke, a laughing stock, which is, you know, a laughing stock in itself that they would even think that. Uh, but, you know, it, it, if that's the case, you're going to have to wonder what voodoo magic the Glazers are doing behind closed doors to keep on the right side of financial fair play. Because if you look at they signed Jaden Sancho, right? I mean, they signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, they signed uh, Rafael Varane. I mean, the, the list goes on. And now they're going to sign... They're going to sign uh, Mbappe? Or they're going to sign Erling Brad Haaland? I, <clears throat> I don't think so. So, anyway. Uh, Juve turned down Edison Cavani. Um which I know is difficult for United because they would like to have unloaded those wages. Uh, uh, Miralem Panic, 31, at Barcelona. He took a 60% wage cut to get out of Barcelona and go to Besiktas this season. <laughs> and he's going to be on reduced terms when he returns. That's how bad things are right now in Spain. You know, the one thing that you can never <clears throat> criticize Manchester United for is the genius of their commercial division. And say what you want about the Glazers, say what you want about the football on the pitch, say what you want about lack of recent silverware. And by the way, I hate Man United, you know that, but you have to take your hat off. You have to tip your hat to the Glazers' commercial side of the business. I believe signing Cristiano Ronaldo is an absolute coup for them. He will perform on the pitch. Keep in mind, this is a club that has had, you know, the likes of Edison Cavani coming off the bench and making an impact. Can you imagine what a Cristiano Ronaldo will do, you know, who's going to play most of, most of the games? But apparently, things are going so well, they can't even keep up demand for CR7 shirts at United. You have no idea just how much big business that is. Everton apparently approached Southampton about Kyle Walker-Peters in the last days of the transfer window, couldn't come to terms. And Wolves are going to take a look at Adama Troy's contract situation after rejecting two bids over the summer for him. Uh, and they're going to look and see you know, what they do. I happen to think Adama Traore is an exceptional, exceptional player. I know a couple of big-name clubs that were trying to get him out of Wolves. But, you know, if he leaves Wolves, and, and my understanding is he wants to leave Wolves, uh, that's going to be like a death knell for them. So um, we'll have to keep following uh, the Adama Triore story uh, at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, that's a quick run around the papers. I mean, you know, the transfer window has just closed, and it's like the drama never ends, right? Of course, the drama on the other side of the football equation, the actual snooze fest of uh, World Cup qualifying is going on. By the way, disappointing result for the U.S. 
Who cares? U.S. will qualify regardless. They're in the easiest, patsiest confederation short of Asiana or Oceana, excuse me, or the Asian Football Federation. Uh, and, you know, we look at this with a critical eye, and it's all just nonsense. Of course, they have time to tinker with the various lineups. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. I'll be right back after these messages. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized. What... So, I want to be a man of my word. I guess I will get into it because I feel like I, I should, because you want to. But first, let me explain. I'm not talking about uh, CONCACAF, folks, because. You know, Mexico and the U.S., at least for this show, would be the only two teams people would care about. And if, if neither one of these teams qualify, it's going to be considered, uh, you know, enough story for 10 shows. But is it going to happen? No, both Mexico and the United States are going to qualify, despite the United States are rather dire, you know, nil-nil against El Salvador. But what do you expect? So forget CONCACAF. Boring. Uh you know, we can talk about Conmebol. Be more interesting. Maybe we won't do that today, but we could certainly do that maybe on Monday. But really, UEFA is the most interesting of the qualifying tournaments, if you could call them interesting. I actually find them very dull, to be honest with you. And there's a reason for that, and 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 a certain part of me recognizes that it's a very egotistical, elitist, stupid reason that is very inconsiderate of other people. And I recognize that. I accept that. I guess I'm, I'm going to hell or whatever because of that. But, but the bottom line is, there's a huge match in international qualifying coming up uh, this weekend. England are facing Andorra. Now, if you are not riveted by that matchup, there is something very, very wrong with you. A quote from one of my favorite film stripes so let me fill you in on how UEFA qualifying for the 2022 World Cup which you may remember is in Qatar next Christmas so the qualification format is as follows there's a group stage they have 10 groups there's like five or six teams the four teams that made up the 2021 UEFA Nations League final are put into the smaller groups uh, with the group winners qualifying for the World Cup finals automatically. Then there's the playoff stage. The 10 group runners-up are joined by the best two Nations League group winners based on the Nations League overall ranking. That, you know, they finished outside of the top two for the qualifying group. So those 12 teams then get drawn into three playoff paths, playing two rounds of single-match playoffs, 
with the three path winners qualifying for the World Cup. Now, if that is confusing to you, it should be. Because it's bloody confusing to me. Here we are in the groups. Group A. I hope I haven't lost you yet. Portugal, Serbia, Luxembourg, Republic of Ireland, and the mighty Azerbaijan. Hmm. Pretty exciting, huh? Group B, Sweden, Spain, Kosovo, Greece, and Georgia. Hmm, also very exciting, right? Group C, Italy, Switzerland, Northern Ireland, Bulgaria, and the mighty, mighty, mighty Lithuania. Group D, France, Ukraine, Finland, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Borat's very own Kazakhstan. Oi, oi, oi. I'm sorry, guys. I, this is a battle for me. Group E. Belgium, the Czech Republic, Wales, Belarus, and Estonia. Group F. Denmark, Israel, Austria, Scotland, the Faroe Islands, and Moldova. Six teams in that group. Group G. Turkey, the Netherlands, Montenegro, Norway, Latvia, and uh, the mighty Gibraltar. Powerhouse that they are. Group H. Croatia, Russia, Slovakia, Slovenia, Malta, and Cyprus. You could get Slovakia and Slovenia, you know, confused. The Slov teams in Group H. In Group I. England, Poland, Hungary, Albania, and Andorra. And don't forget, for good measure... <clears throat> San Marino. Group J, Armenia, Germany, North Macedonia, Romania, Iceland, Liechtenstein. And finally, the Qatari group. They, of course, will automatically qualify. Serbia, Portugal, Qatar, Luxembourg, Republic of Ireland, and Azerbaijan. So, now, I, I don't know if you may be riveted by those groups. I, for one, am not. So let me tell you why. Group F, let's, Denmark, Israel, Austria, Scotland, Faroe Islands, Moldova. I mean, we can go down this list here. Group I, let's talk about England's group. England, Poland, Hungary, Albania, Andorra, and San Marino. Now look. Why bother? Every one of those teams, England should beat with their hands tied behind their back. No disrespect to Poland, who would be the next good team on the list, I suppose. But to give you an idea, of just how lopsided these groups are, I'll tell you. Poland is ranked 21st by FIFA. England is ranked 4th by FIFA. 
Not the FIFA rankings are the end-all and the be-all. But, you know, this is a FIFA tournament. By the way, the FIFA rankings are rubbish, generally. But, but you know, would an England-Poland match interest you? England, just to be fair, have played four matches so far in group qualifying. Four. They played San Marino, and they beat them 5-0. They played Albania, and they beat them 2-0 away in uh, Tirana. They played Poland, and they beat them 2-1 at Wembley. And they beat Hungary 4-0 just, what, yesterday? In Budapest. They will be playing Andorra on Sunday. Then they will play Poland. Then they will play Andorra again. Then they will play Hungary again. Then they will play Albania again, and then San Marino. Look, folks, this is just a waste of time. England have played four matches. They've won all four. They have uh, scored 13 goals in, 14, in four matches, and they have conceded one. The next best team, Poland, has won two, drawn one, lost one. Scored 11, conceded 6. And so on and so forth. By the way, Hungary, very similar record, but not as good of a goal differential. It's very uninteresting. What you're doing is you're pulling players away from their national, from their club teams. You're making them susceptible to injury. You're putting them out. You're interrupting everybody's schedule so England can play Andorra. I don't care about Andorra. Not that I... Wasn't Andorra the witch in uh, Bewitched? I don't care about San Marino or Albania. Not that I don't care about the countries and the fine people that live there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't care about them as a football opponent. It's dull, it's boring, it's one-sided, and it's a waste of time, and it takes me away from what I really want to watch, which is the Premier League and La Liga and Serie A and the Bundesliga. Forget you, Ligue 1, I'm not that interested. And the Champions League. I don't understand why, you know, next summer, <coughs> excuse me, it's not even the World Cup on, because it's going to be in, in December, because of the, uh, because it's in Qatar for all the, all, the, all the wrong reasons. We can talk about that later. Why not just have a tournament next summer? Spend two weeks, three weeks, get all your playing time done, get all your matches done, get all your qualifications done, and stop interrupting the things that I care about. I do not care about England, Andorra, England, San Marino, England, Albania, the United States, El Salvador, the United States, Costa Rica, or Jamaica, or whatever, you know, questionable team they play. All right, I've got to go to break. I'll be back with more of my rant here. World Soccer Radio, I'm Nick Eber.
<laughs> I love it. They can't make things worse for me. Well, from a footballing perspective, that's what this international break indeed is. It could not possibly be any worse. We are starting to develop some of those super juicy stories in the Premier League <clears throat> and the club football around Europe that, you know, the back pages are made of. Now, look, I am very, very sorry that England went to Hungary and once again, Eastern European racism raised its ugly head. I, that is a topic for a whole nother show. It is appalling. It is disgusting. It is enough already. By the way, what happens when Hungary plays Poland? Do they make racist chants at each other? I don't know. But look, the bottom line is this nonsense, and I mean nonsense, folks, let's be honest, okay? Estonia playing Belarus, do you care? Oh, how about Kazakhstan versus Bosnia and Herzegovina? Oh, that's a thriller in Manila. And again, I have nothing against these countries, and some of them are gorgeous countries with wonderful, rich, actual histories. But they're tiny countries, and they don't move the needle in the footballing world. That's what all I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the footballing world. By the way, did I mention I'm with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America? And also, you can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash worldsoccerradio. Love to hear from you. And don't forget to download our podcast at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to me so I can talk to you while you're in the bathroom. I mean, isn't that really what you do with podcasts? Anyway, we have a great podcast, lots of people subscribe. So I guess I talk to a lot of people in their bathrooms. And that's okay with me, really. I will, I will deal with that. I'm, I'm in therapy, and just another couple of weeks, I'll, I'll be right over it. Georgia, Kosovo. How many of you are eagerly awaiting kickoff of that one? Or Azerbaijan, Luxembourg. I know that's one that's actually been keeping me up at night in a cold sweat. This qualifying is a joke. What you have to do is, I'm sorry, teams that reach certain levels, uh, the finals, the semifinals of the Euros, teams that win the Nations League, teams that have a certain coefficient should automatically qualify have your tournament your playoff your qualification tournament for the azerbaijans and the luxembourgs but don't drag the portugals and the spains and the germanys and the englands and the frances and the italys and i'm now i'm missing a few <laughs> forgive me uh, of course the belgians and the swiss <coughs> see god is striking me down for being such an elitist that's, that's the way I would do it. Just, just this would be done with it. And it's the same thing in, in CONCACAF, really. I mean, uh, are you trying to tell me that you are remotely interested in the CONCACAF qualifiers? I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we're here in, uh, you know, obviously in the United States, right? And the U.S. national team, despite having, you know, well, listen, 
despite having won two major tournaments, which is in the region, it still has to go through this ridiculous World Cup qualifying. If you win the Gold Cup, shouldn't you automatically qualify for the World Cup? I mean... It seems to me that, you know, if you win the Gold Cup, you should automatically qualify. You should have to go through this rubbish. I mean, seriously, right? I'm just going to read some of these for you. Panama, Costa Rica, El Salvador, the United States. Panama, Mexico, Honduras, Costa Rica. Jamaica. Panama. El Salvador. I mean, we start to get down to the really esoteric ones here in a while. And I, and, and I know, by the way, I will give credit to CONCACAF, okay? I will give full credit to CONCACAF because they do actually differentiate the qualifying. And my God, CONCACAF, ahead of the world here, right? Montserrat and Haiti. Guyana, Trinidad and Tabasco, Grenada, I invaded that island once. Listen, they're all great places with nice people, Belize. But, you know, footballing powerhouses, not keeping me up at night. It's enough, folks, it's enough. We, we, we need to accept the reality and stop this nonsense about everyone being equal in footballing terms. Are you equal for the color of your skin? Absolutely. But if you're trying to tell me that, you know, the Bahamas are equal on a footballing perspective to the United States, you're just wrong because they're not. It's not a function of racial equality. It's a function of football equality. We need to be done with this nonsense. It's the same thing largely in Africa, although, you know, the thing that upsets me is there are some incredibly good national football teams in the African Confeder uh, Confederation, the CAF. Uh, but, you know, most of those, and again, this is, an, uh, this is kind of, of a, a broad brush statement, many of those confederations are, are not supportive enough of their football programs, and some of them are rife with corruption, which is you know, not just a load to Africa, by the way, it's all over. It's not like we haven't seen little corruption in UEFA or even FIFA itself. But, you know, they have to revamp this qualifying for all the confederations. And as they grow the World Cup and bring more teams into, quote, unquote, the finals, they need to stop putting the burden on the big teams. You know why they're there, folks? It's very simple. Why is France there? France is there so that Kylian Mbappe and ne uh, pardon Neymar, listen to me, Kylian Mbappe... <laughs> And Griezmann can be on the camera making money for FIFA and UEFA in a, in a qualifier. That's why. Not because anything is likely, given the current status of the number of teams that are playing in the World Cup, that France isn't going to qualify. It's not going to happen. I mean, for, for my money right now, Kylian Mbappe is probably the second in, in the top two best players in the world, hands down. 
they play for PSG. I don't really care about PSG. But they play for PSG, plays for France, plays in the Champions League. You know, do I really want to see Kylian Mbappe injured in a meaningless game against a team that they're going to thrash 19-0? No, I do not. I just don't. I'm sorry. You know, you want to see Erling Braut Haaland get injured in a game against, uh, I don't know, let's pick someone else, Liechtenstein? Of course you don't. I guarantee you their club doesn't. Did you see how much his agents is asking for him? We spoke about this earlier. What, 240 million and an 850 million pound a week salary package? Oh, good Lord. Do you hear that, uh, Darren Peck at uh, Sports Byline and uh, the fine folks at SiriusXM? £850,000 a week salary package. Are you listening? That's what I'm coming to you for next. <laughs> you know, really, injured in a game against Liechtenstein. No. No. It's just, we've got to do something about it. All right, let's get off it. I'm not interested in it, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I enjoy the World Cup, absolutely. And yes, I love seeing some of these countries get into the World Cup, and I do thoroughly enjoy seeing some of these countries, smaller countries, play the big boys at the actual finals. I absolutely do. Because they do occasionally get an upset, but you don't really get in qualifying, folks. Not the way these groups are drawn, not because of the expansion. In the old days, yeah, you'd get a qualifying group with three big teams and there were only two chairs in the room and when the music stops, there, you know, two, two big teams will be sitting and one will be standing. We don't get that anymore. Because that is a trade-off for being more inclusive. So we're not really going to see that, that, that much more ever again. We may see it in the finals. Maybe if Andorra gets to the finals, good Lord, who knows? Maybe they could beat a Germany, or they could beat an Argentina, or a Nigeria, or a whoever. Unlikely, but you know, hey, that's why you can get odds. And speaking of which, I mentioned that we're sponsored by betonline.ag. It's tedious, it's tiresome, it interrupts my club season. It's enough, honestly. Just do them over a three-week period during the summer before. Get all your qualifying out. I think the club managers will be happy. I think the national team managers will be happy because they'll have their group together for this sort of intense period of time. Let's get rid of these ridiculous money-spinning friendlies that are very uninteresting. Uh, I'm fine that they did the Nations League. Leave that in place, and then we're done. And then we can all enjoy the World Cup in Qatar. Apparently the uh, one country in the world that has diplomatic relations with the Taliban. Maybe the Taliban will have their own luxury booth there in Qatar at the, for, the, for, for the final of the finals. Maybe. Who knows? You know, maybe. By the way, great article I read in the paper about how a group of Israelis actually flew out of the country of Afghanistan a large amount of the women's Afghan women's national football team. God bless them. Kind of an aside there. 
What do you think? How would you like to see World Cup qualifying? I would love to hear from you. Send me a tweet at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, seriously, folks, we are, we are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And I'll tell you what, we've got a, a minute. I'm going to tell you how ridiculous this is, okay? Let's get on to BetOnline very quickly, and I'm going to give you some of these odds here uh, just to, to further kind of uh, reinforce uh, the point that I'm making. And uh, by the way, if you notice, I'm lo- you, well, you don't see this, but I am logging on as we speak. This is how quick it is to get onto betonline.ag. It is super fast. Not a lot of BS in your way. You click soccer. You click uh, 2022 World Cup FIFA tournament. And there we go. There they are, right in front of us. Finland, Kazakhstan. Ooh, that's an exciting one. Let's go down. Montenegro versus the Netherlands. Here we go. Montenegro, plus 1,650. Moldova, Scotland. Hey, listen, Scotland's a favorite. Good Lord. Minus 600. Let's go down to Sunday's match. England and Dora. Folks, do you know there are not even odds they will give you on that game? Yeah, you can get over under. <laughs> over five and a half goals is minus 103. Plus four and a half in terms of total points. Plus one, minus 110. It's going to be a goal scoring fest. I don't know what else to say. Georgia, Spain. Georgia, a plus 2,900, although Spain coming off their first World Cup qualifying uh, loss in like 396 years. All right, enough from me. I'm ranting away. I'm going to go to break. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. I'm with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. I'll be right back after this. We're brought to you by betonline.ag. All right, welcome back. <laughs> World Soccer Radio, just a couple of minutes left. That, of course, Elvis Costello. I don't want to go to Chelsea. And it's really how it's going to be this season in the Premier League. No one is going to want to go to Chelsea. This team is one of the title favorites, along with Man United. You have to think, after adding Cristiano Ronaldo to an already great off-season. Liverpool, Manchester City. And, and maybe sprinkle in a Tottenham. Although, you know, we're not giving any love to Tottenham or West Ham. Tottenham unbeaten in three. West the Hammers on top in number two in second spot. And by the way, do you notice I did not mention Arsenal? They have a huge match coming up on Saturday. That's right. At the Emirates against the Canaries. It's Arsenal-Norwich. Can you believe Arsenal in a six-point relegation battle already? And we're only in the third match of the Premier League. I tell you, it doesn't get crazier than this. This is why I get so upset when they break my beloved momentum for these ludicrous international breaks. All right, so don't worry. Next week, we'll be back. The Premier League resumes on the 11th. So we've basically got... It's next week. It's not not this weekend, but it's next weekend. So we have to suffer through more of this god-awful qualifying. But don't you worry, folks. Just like a good therapist, I'm going to hear I'm going to be here for you. This is World Soccer Radio. This is football therapy for the troubled soul and the doctor. Well, the doctor is in Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Uh, just a last reminder to download and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can find that at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Podcast Network. And um, 
Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I want to thank everyone, all the producers, all the uh, networks, everyone that brings this show to you. Have a lot of fun doing it, but most of all, I want to thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. I'll chat to you on Monday. Cheers. This is World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.